Hi, I'm Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live hope and change. And now here's today's podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. I want to address the elephant in the room. There is a huge elephant in the room when it comes to churches of today. And that elephant has a name, and that name is Christian suicide. This is a topic that is being discussed on a lot of shows today, podcasts, ministry shows. And there are a lot of different opinions about Christians and suicide. Now, let me say this. This is my disclaimer. I am not a certified therapist. I don't deal with psychology, sociology. I don't deal with mental health, mental illness, none of that. That is not my degree. When talking about a subject that is very touchy in the Christian world, especially in a lot of churches. A lot of different churches have different views and opinions on suicide when it relates to a Christian. I understand that people have dealt with mental illness for centuries, and they're going to continue to deal with mental illness. You cannot say that everything that happens to the mind of a person is all the devil. We're quick to say that's the devil. Oh, they have the devil. That ain't nothing but the devil. Now, we give the devil way too much credit, far as I'm concerned. And the more energy that you give the devil, the more energy that devil is going to have. And I say stop giving the devil energy. We fill the atmosphere with so much negative that the enemy is feeding on that negativity and getting stronger. Now, as a Christian, we ought to know that our source, our help is in Christ Jesus. This is a topic that I have been dealing with for years because of how I was taught. And I was taught that if a person commits suicide, that, well, you're bound for hell no matter what. That's how I was taught. And many of you that are listening, you have been taught the same way, it's especially some of the churches that we've grown up in. We've been taught that if you commit suicide, you are bound for hell no matter what. You are doomed for hell. And that's what we've been taught. But you know what? Education is a powerful tool. And they say that knowledge is powerful. And I say, yes, it's powerful only if you do something with it, only if you acquire the knowledge in order to have that type of power. And I have to say, I'm one of those because I'm one to research. I'm one to listen even though it is grudgingly listening, I still listen because I want to learn. I want to know. I don't know everything there is to know about living for Christ. I'm 58 
and I'm still learning what it is to be saved. And as they say, sanctified and filled with his precious Holy Ghost. I'm still learning. You might have arrived, but I have not. And this is something that my wife and I, we discuss and we talk about it. And she gets a little excited because I don't oftentimes agree with her, but it's just my opinion and her opinion. And that's fine. And that's okay. We ought to be able to agree to disagree agreeably as long as we come to the same conclusion that we are trying to get to heaven. We're trying to get to heaven the best way that we know how. I don't know how to get there other than what we read in the Bible. That's our blueprint. Nobody has a monopoly on what it takes to get to heaven. You especially uh, the pastors and leaders of a lot of these churches, they feel that they have the wherewithal to tell you if you're going or not. Well, you know what? Leave the judging to God. He's the ultimate judge. So leave that judging to God. I'm not judging anyone. I'm not condemning anyone. I'm expressing what I'm learning every single day. And being that suicide is so prevalent in the news, in podcasts, in talk shows, it's something that needs to be addressed because it's happening in our churches. You cannot continue to teach the people about suicide and you yourself really don't understand why. We have to be very careful in stressing or impressing upon or giving people our opinion, because that's pretty much all it is, it's just our opinion. We really don't know. No one really knows. I don't care how much education you have, it's still guessing. It's still your opinion. Suicide, is it a sinful act? That's what we're going to talk about on today's podcast. Is that a sinful act? Now, many of you that are listening that have been raised in church, you grew up in church, you already answered this question. You've, you've just put it out there. You know, you've answered it. I know you have because I have too. basically being in the position that I was in. We have to be mindful of those that we teach, those that we preach to, those that we minister to, those that we encourage. We have to first ask and pray to God to give us the right advice, give us the right encouragement to these people because they're suffering. Leaders are suffering. It's not an easy task to lead anyone. Being in leadership is not easy. People think, oh, I want to go, I want to grow up to be a pastor. No, you need to think about that because it's not easy because you're dealing with so many emotions. You're dealing with so many attitudes. You're dealing with so many spirits. You're dealing with so many different mental issues. Suicide. Is it a sinful act? You know, it is a sad fact that some Christians have committed suicide. It's very sad. We need to continually pray for the world in a, as a whole, but also for those that are of the body of Christ. Adding to the tragedy is the false teaching that committing suicide, hear me on this, automatically consigns one to hell. Is that an automatic 
consignment to hell because one that is a Christian. Let's put parentheses and quotation marks around that word Christian. I'm not talking about those that are unsaved. I'm talking about Christians because many Christians believe. Many churchgoers believe. Many leaders believe. Many people in church believe that a Christian who commits suicide will not be saved. Now, here's something that I had to deal with personally. Why? Because of how I was taught. This teaching is not supported in the Bible. Yes, I'm a little quiet there because I know many of you have just backslid. Many of you have thought I've backslid. You probably thinking, oh, he's lost his mind. He's crazy. Why? Because of how we've been taught, because of how we've been trained. We think that, well, the Bible says A, B, and C, and I'm going to stay in that vein. That's the Bible. Well, you know what? You need to learn a little more about issues outside of the Bible. Yes, use the Bible as a reference. Use the Bible as foundation. But when it deals with the psyche of what God has created, that man, that woman, those mindsets, when you start dealing with the psyche of a person, now you're dealing with a whole different area. Scripture teaches that from the moment we truly believe in Christ, the very moment we believe in Christ, we are guaranteed eternal life. Now, before you condemn me to hell and stone me, let's go to the Bible. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I know that you can teach that. I know you can preach it. And I know that you have all types of explanations on this verse. According to the Bible, Christians can know beyond any doubt that they possess eternal life. Why do I say that? Because 1 John 5, 13 says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Yeah, I know and I understand that many of us, many of you, use certain scriptures to stand behind what you believe. There's a lot of things in the Bible that people want to use as their platform to sin. This is not one of them. Nothing can separate a Christian from God's love. Now, let me put a pin right here. No, I do not believe that once saved, always saved. I don't believe that. I believe that a person can backslide. And I do know that God is married to the backslider, but that backslider has to come back and repent. So once saved, always saved. No, you can backslide. And what does backsliding mean? It means you turned your back on God. You walked away from him. He doesn't walk away from you. You walked away from him. Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. What's the key here? No created thing 
can separate a Christian from God's love. And even a Christian who commits suicide is a created thing. Therefore, not even suicide can separate a Christian from God's love. Oh, you need you, you need to highlight what I'm saying. Not even suicide can separate a Christian from God's love. As they say in politics, let me be perfectly clear here. Just because a person commits suicide does not mean that God does not love that person. He still loves them. Jesus died for all of our sins. True? Yes or yes? And if a true Christian in a time of spiritual attack and weakness. Oh, let me, let, let me say that again. In a time of spiritual attack and weakness commit suicide, his sin is still covered by the blood of Christ. I know many of you are throwing the computer across the room. <laughs> you are livid. But you need to understand the true love of God, the blood of Christ. According to the Bible, suicide is not what determines whether a person gains entrance into heaven. That's not what determines whether a person gains interest into a heaven or not. Now, here, here's the important thing that I want to really stress. If an unsaved person commits suicide, you see the difference? Saved Christian person, unsaved, non-Christian person commits suicide. He has done nothing but expedite his journey to hell. That person who commits suicide would ultimately be in hell for rejecting salvation through Christ, not because he committed suicide. John 3.18 says, whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. We should also point this out. That no one truly knows what was happening in a person's heart the moment he or she died. We don't know what's going on in that person's heart. We don't know what's going on in that person's mind. We don't know what they're dealing with spiritually. But yet we want to condemn that person automatically to hell because we've heard, oh, Christian suicide. That's the first thing we hear, Christian suicide. We hear suicide. We don't even hear the part about being a Christian. Well, how can that person be a Christian and commit suicide? I've asked the same questions. Some people have death bed conversions. I know you, you've heard about people that lived a life of hell, lived a life of sin all their days on this earth. But you know what? On their deathbed, they ask God to forgive them and they have accepted Christ in the moments before death. Now, it is possible that a person who commits suicide could have a last second change of heart and cried out for God's mercy. Now, even in that, God is merciful. If God chooses to take that person home and do not spare their life, they've gone on to be with the Lord. Some have survived suicide. We leave such judgments to God 
Let me be clear on this. Leave all judgment to God. Stop being the judge. Stop being the prosecuting attorney. Stop condemning people to hell when you have no hell or heaven to put anybody. First Samuel 16, 7 says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his statue because I have rejected him for the Lord sees not as man sees man looks on the outward appearance. But God looks on the heart. We're so busy looking at a person's outward appearance that we don't even realize what's going on in the inside. We totally miss it. Because we're so caught on what they're wearing. So caught on, oh, he's got tattoos. Oh, he's wearing an earring. Oh, his hair is long. He's got a beard. You see how we do? Instead of looking at the person's heart, we're looking on the outside appearance and we've already condemned them. We've already judged them. How many times have you seen bikers? Now we know many bikers today, those that are hardcore bikers, they have long hair, they have beards, they have tattoos, they have earrings. How many times have you misjudged someone because of the appearance and then found out that they have a strong ministry for God and they're out ministering and witnessing to other bikers? But because they have earrings and tattoos and long hair, we've already condemned them. They can't be saved. How can they be saved? Why? Because they don't look like you? Because they don't dress like you? Because they don't sound like you? Hmm. Interesting. When did Jesus condemn anyone by the way they looked? Not anywhere in the Bible you will find that. Suicide Suicide is serious. It's something that needs to be addressed in our churches every chance we get. The suicide of a believer is evident that anyone can struggle with despair. Anyone can struggle with depression. Anyone can struggle with mental disorder. And that our enemy, Satan, is a murderer from the beginning. John 8, says, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. As I said before, suicide is very serious. But you know what? Suicide is still a serious sin against God. According to the Bible, suicide is murder. It is always wrong. Never want to take that way out of life. Christians never take that as the only way out. You need to seek professional help. Those that are bona fide, those that are certified, those that are true believers in God's word and know the power of prayer and know that there is deliverance in the blood of Jesus. Christians are called to live their lives for God and the decision 
when to die is God's decision, not yours. It's God alone. He's the only one that decides when it's time for you to die, not you. Now, I'm not talking about those that, you know, all of a sudden they they feel good today and they just want to take their life because they just want to go on to be with God. No, I'm talking about those that are dealing and struggling with mental disorders, those that are struggling with depression, those that are struggling with anxiety. And these are leaders struggling with mental anguish. This is a serious thing. Christians are called to live their lives for God, don't cut your life short from being a blessing to someone else because you're struggling with mental stress, mental disorders, mental anguish. Get help. Seek out help. Find someone to talk to. Find someone that you can confide in. There are people that you can trust. I know that your inner circle may not be trustworthy, but there are those that are trustworthy and they're not always your family. Find someone that's not an old school boy or girl that you grew up with. No, find someone that you don't know that won't be so judgmental about what you're going through. Now, if you do have someone that's close to you and you can trust, by all means, talk to them. Please know and understand God loves you. God wants the best for you. God doesn't want you to check out sooner than you're supposed to check out. Yes, we all want to go see the Lord. Yes, we want to be with the Lord, but not before your time. This is a topic that needs more than 20 to 30 minute podcast. This needs to be addressed constantly. While doing this podcast, my wife just told me that a nine-year-old kid attempted suicide. Nine years old. Know that God loves you. It's important for you to understand that God hates the sin, but he loves you. Young man, young girl, please seek the Lord. Find help. Ask God to come into your heart. Ask him to forgive you for sins. Ask him to help you with what you're feeling in your heart and in your mind. And I say this, that if you would go to Romans 10, 9, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, he says, you shall be saved. The 10th verse says, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confess to the Lord that you're having mental anguish. Confess to the Lord that you're having stress. Confess to the Lord that you're depressed. Confess to the Lord that you're having these confusing times. Go to God first before you contemplate suicide. Go to God first. And if there's anyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, knows of anyone else that is in a depression state, their anxiety is high, they're at the point of no return. I want to pray with them and I want to pray with you and anyone else 
Share this podcast out to those that may be struggling right now in their mind. God, you have stood with us in times past. You have carried us through many hardships. You have shielded us from danger again and again. We thank you for hearing us as we lay our knees before you just now. We ask you for help. Father, we are perplexed. We are afraid. We do not know which way to run. We don't know which way to turn. We are thankful for your spirit who helps us when we're weak, who searches our hearts and brings our petition before you, even when we do not know what to pray. God, we ask for encouragement. We ask for courage. We ask you to help us to face the situation that is before us. God, what should we do? Give us wisdom to see the right way and courage to take it on head on. Help us through this time of trial. Grant us strength to endure. May we not be defeated. Rather, may victory be ours through him who overcame even death and the grave. May the peace that transcends all understanding guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. May God grant grace and the psalmist perspective to each and every one of you who is facing trials today. David says, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Psalms 43 and 5. Lift your heads, O ye gates, people. Lift your heads. Be encouraged. Know that God loves you. God desires the best for you so that suicide will not be the last word of your life. This concludes our podcast for today. Through one podcast at a time, we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others. Until next time, I'm Pastor Malachi.